0: Welcome to another episode of Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast where we give our two cents on all things PlayStation. Normally I'm joined by the one and only Alex Morales-Wolf. Unfortunately, he is not here right now. He's actually on paternity leave, so it's just going to be me, Stephen Morrow, taking you through some PlayStation news. Just as a quick reminder, you can support the show by visiting mtfproductions.com slash donate. Every little bit helps. We are trying to improve the audio quality and we hope to do video alongside with the audio in the future. I'd love for this to be a living for me. Um, I don't want to work normal jobs. Uh, (laughs) And I'm sure Alex would love that as well. Um, Plus, he's got he's got a little baby to take care of. So any little bit really does help. And now you're providing for a family. Now, this episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter than it usually is. Uh, there's not too much news, but there is at least one heavy hitter that we're going to discuss, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with everyone. Uh, I guess we can just jump right into it. Yeah. So we'll start with one of my favorite things, and that is free games. Uh, longtime listeners of the show will know that uh, PlayStation has been doing this play at home initiative where they release free games every so often to encourage people to stay home during the pandemic and play games instead of going out in public. And the latest addition to that is available to download now and that is Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition. I have downloaded this. I've uh, previously, uh, when Horizon Zero Dawn first came out, I played through the game, and I platinumed it. Uh, However, I never downloaded the expansion. I think it's called the Frozen Wilds or something like that. I might be thinking of the subtitle for the second game. But either way, uh, the complete edition includes the expansion as well. There's also some, uh, I think there's like cosmetic things, like different costumes and weapons that are available in the game too. So that's really cool. Highly recommend. If you haven't played this game, if you haven't played the expansion, download Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition for free on your PS4. You don't even need PlayStation Plus. Just download the game. It's free. Free game. Do it. I love free stuff. Additionally, speaking of free stuff, in the last episode I spoke a little bit about the Resident Evil Village demo and how they're kind of doing this weird release thing where they're releasing different portions Uh, Similar to, I think it was Resident Evil 2 Remake, um, you could actually only play the game for 30 minutes and then you were locked out. But anyway, so the second portion of the demo unlocks uh, as of the time that this releases tomorrow. So uh, April 24th, I believe. Uh, The castle portion is available to play. And you don't have to download any additional demo it's the same exact demo and then this portion just unlocks and then you have 30 minutes that you can just kind of explore uh and play and then at a later date um the the village demo and this castle demo are unlocking again and then i think you'll have an hour to explore each uh but anyways so starting tomorrow as of the time that this Episode is available. Uh the next portion of the Resident Evil Village demo will be available and you can play that. Uh so yeah, there's just gonna be more Resident Evil news. I wish that they would just release a demo, stop with the, the time limit, because that's stressful, especially for somebody like me. Like, I play games very slowly, I'm often interrupted, like setting aside I know this sounds really stupid. Uh, but setting aside 30 uninterrupted minutes and like trying to get the most out of an experience, to me, it's stressful. And again, I understand. They want to be part of that conversation. Many people are going to have different experiences with this 30-minute demo, so it means that people are going to share their stories. I'm sure a lot of people are going to stream this demo, stuff like that. So it's, it's smart marketing, I suppose, on their end, but it's just kind of shitty for people like me. So I'm, I'm honestly... I don't even know if I'm going to play this demo because it's just stressful thinking about it. Like, I'm the kind of person... I spend 30 minutes on the main menu of a game just absorbing the atmosphere and listening to the music and shit like that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm probably... I, I wouldn't even get far in this demo. But anyway, so that's, that's another free gaming experience that you can have. Um, so Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition and the second portion of the Resident Evil Village demo. I know a lot of people are really looking forward to Resident Evil Village. Uh, It looks really great. Um, But, yeah. More free stuff. More games for everyone. I love it. Alright, so now on to some big news. Or, I guess, potentially big news. So, on the PlayStation blog, um, PlayStation has announced that PlayStation and Firewalk Studios are announcing a publishing partnership for a new original multiplayer IP. So PlayStation is going to have a triple A team creating an exclusive multiplayer game for PlayStation. Uh, so that's a pretty big deal. Uh, so Firewalk Studios started in 2018. Uh, it's kind of comprised of a group of industry veterans, Um I know I, I think it was I think it was last episode where I spoke about another new studio that was announced called Haven, uh, which was headed by uh, someone who was involved in a bunch of like Assassin's Creed games, for example, uh, and she recently went to uh, I think it was Google Stadia. Uh, she was involved in a lot of projects that kind of didn't see the light of day. Um, but this announcement seems much bigger. They're already coming out the gate saying this is a A experience. This is a new PlayStation-exclusive IP. Uh, and, frankly, the people behind this seem a lot more... Uh, I don't want to shit on the person behind Haven Studios, but uh, these people seem a lot more interesting, and they have more recent projects, I guess, or at least bigger projects. Um, so uh, here are some people that are part of the team at uh, Fire... God, what is it called? Firewalk Studios. So, Ryan Ellis is the game director at Firewalk Studios. He was the creative director on Destiny. Elena Seigman uh, is the executive producer at Firewalk Studios. They were the producer of Guitar Hero 2, Bioshock Infinite, multiple Destiny releases. Uh, some other members of the team have worked on games like Mass Effect, Apex Legends... Uh, Call of Duty, lots of people who've worked on Destiny. So a lot of, uh, it looks like a lot of shooter experience, a lot of multiplayer experience uh, based on what I'm seeing here, especially with Apex Legends and Destiny kind of being where a lot of these people on this team are from. So that should be interesting. Uh, All that we have really with this announcement is just that this exists. This partnership exists. They're making a multiplayer IP for PlayStation. Seems like it's going to be an exclusive. They are specifically saying AAA, and a lot of the people who are involved seem like they've worked on some big projects in the past, uh, with Apex Legends and Destiny being probably the biggest and most recent uh, releases, at least that's relevant to what they're doing with this studio. Uh, But this is... It's it's weird because it's kind of big news, but also, for me, it's like, why announce anything? It's kind of the same thing with the Haven Studios announcement uh, from last week. It's like, you don't have anything to show. You're literally just saying, okay, these people exist, and they're going to be in the same room together making a thing. Like, in my opinion, I wouldn't announce anything until something is ready to be shown or something is ready to to be explained. Like, all that they're saying is, oh, we're making a, a, a multiplayer A game for PlayStation. Okay? Like, what is there to get excited about? It's the same thing with Haven, uh, except it's probably even more so this critique is for Haven because they literally just have the Assassin's Creed lady uh, but it seems like they have a lot more people involved with this one. But still, like, one thing that I really don't understand is why announce anything if you have nothing to show for it? A group of names existing does not make me excited. Like, I am excited about new IP, I am excited about AAA exclusives, whatever, but like, I don't know what this is gonna be, I don't know what this is gonna look like. I mean, just based on the things, it maybe a first-person or third-person shooter, but that's that's all that I can kind of guess. I feel like I would like this so much more if they just waited. If they just waited and then just came out the gate and said, oh, by the way, here's this partnership. Here's this big game. Here's gameplay footage. Uh, All of that stuff. Like, honestly, I think the only name... And I kind of touched on this last, uh, last episode, the only name that if I hear that they're making a project, I start getting excited. And that's Hideo Kojima. And I know that that's really shitty. Um, and I know that it, uh, oftentimes, and I, I talked about this as well, last episode, uh, we can kind of exaggerate or get kind of overly excited over something, uh, more so than we need to, but like, yeah, the list of games that these people on this team have worked on pretty cool. High quality games. I mean, BioShock Infinite is on there. Guitar Hero 2. That <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um Destiny's a, a huge deal. Um, obviously Call of Duty is a big deal. Um, but like please. Like they they don't even have they don't have a screenshot, they don't have a concept other than okay, multiplayer. So, uh whatever i mean same thing with haven new studios or new partnerships exist and that's cool this will probably be exciting probably be very exciting in a year in a year and a half but um yeah so i guess we have that to look forward to (laughs) uh but yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that this is way too early to announce anything? Same thing with Haven Studios. Same thing with Firewalk Studios. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, feel free to share your thoughts. You can email us at bemorethanfriends at gmail.com. That's B-E-more-than-friends at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment on uh, the More Than Friends Facebook page. Or uh, if you go to mtfproductions.com, any of the blog codes, blog, blah, blah, Any of the blog posts that have anything to do with Dual Senses, feel free to leave a comment on there. We'll see it, and uh, yeah, we'll bring up any questions or comments or anything that you have on a future episode of the show. You can also, if you want to record, you can whip out your phone, record like a little voice memo, and you can email it to us, and you know we'll play it right on the show. Why not? Anything can happen. But uh, but yeah, what do you think? Do you think that this is too early to announce anything? Do you get excited uh, just hearing that a new studio exists or hearing the talent behind a thing? Or are you the kind of person, kind of like me, who it's hard to get excited without some more substantial like stuff, like a, a concept or art or preferably gameplay? That would be nice. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so let me know uh, in an email or in a comment or something. But uh, but yeah, so that was probably... That's one of the big things that we are going to discuss on this episode. This is going to be a shorter episode. Um, we only have one more bit of news. But it is a big fucking deal. And when I say it's a big fucking deal, it's a big fucking deal. So in the last episode... Uh, spoke about rumors that the PlayStation Store for the PS3 and the PlayStation Vita and the PSP were going to be uh, stopped, discontinued, basically. Those rumors were proven to be true. And PlayStation made, like, an official announcement. They gave dates. However, as of April 19th, PlayStation went on the PlayStation blog and stated that the PlayStation store for the PS3 and the PlayStation Vita will continue operations. Now, I'm just going to read the entire blog post because it's pretty short. Um, So this is straight from the PlayStation blog. Uh, This was posted by Jim Ryan, president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. Good old Jim Ryan. Recently... We notified players that PlayStation Store for PS3 and PS Vita devices was planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So today, I'm happy to say that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP Commerce functionality will retire on July 2nd, 2021, as planned. When we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus more of our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on PS3 and PS Vita for the foreseeable future. So I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. I'm glad that we can keep this piece of our history alive for gamers to enjoy while we continue to create cutting-edge new game worlds for PS4, PS5, and the next generation of VR. Thank you for sharing your feedback with us. We're always listening and appreciate the support from our PlayStation community. End quote. So that was it. That was the entire blog post. However, this is big... News this is big news um and I honestly feel like they were kind of backed into a corner uh, I, I I mean I have I have two theories here. first theory and this is kind of pessimistic is that this is all just a big old PR stunt that they did this just to get people talking about the importance of the legacy of PlayStation um, and then they could turn around and and do this thing blah blah blah. I don't think that's actually true that's just like a weird stupid theory that i have and it's something that i've seen some people mention online um i don't think that's actually true at all if anything i think this is bad pr for them um especially when they announced that they were shutting down these stores um the internet kind of blew up at least within playstation and within gaming circles this made this announcement uh the original announcement made xbox look good because on Xbox, it's basically completely backwards compatible. There's not really, there's not as much like random arbitrary systems that are keeping people from playing their games. Uh, However, on PlayStation, really the only backwards compatible solution uh, for PS3 games at least is PlayStation Now. There is none for Vita, like legacy games. There's, Really, almost no option for PlayStation 1 games. Very few options for PS2 games. There's just a handful that are available for download on PS4. So this was very bad PR. And I think uh, this is this is my, my more likely assumption or my more likely theory. I think that they were backed into a corner by people complaining on the internet because people want to play PlayStation games. I think PlayStation has one of, if not the, most important historical games, like historically important games uh, in their their history. Like revolutionary games that have changed the industry. Uh, and a lot of those games are just locked onto older systems because they don't have a backwards compatibility option that reaches further back than PS4. It just doesn't exist on PlayStation, and I think that this decision for them to continue the store is just to buy time until they have some kind of solution, and they need some kind of backwards-compatible solution. I'm I'm very happy that the online stores for PS3 and the PlayStation Vita are continuing. PSP shutting down is still kind of shitty, um, and I know that it's not nearly as popular as a lot of other things, There are a handful of PSP games that are still available to download and play on the Vita, and the Vita store is staying around, so that's good. Um, And it's very easy to pirate PSP games as well. Uh, However, this is a problem, and this is going to continue to be a problem for PlayStation until they come up with a solution that is better than PlayStation Now, or at least PlayStation Now streaming. I think that we need to see... An option to download legacy titles and play them on your ps4 on your ps5 probably just ps5 uh, moving forward but still we need to see this and we need to see it sooner rather than later because every time that something like this happens for playstation it's going to be part of the conversation on how xbox does backwards compatibility better on how game pass is a better deal on how easy it is to access older games on xbox Xbox does not have the historically important uh, legacy video games that PlayStation has. They just don't. I can count the important Xbox exclusives on one hand, maybe two. But with PlayStation, we have so many games that have pushed the industry in interesting directions. And uh, the fact that people complained so much that they changed what they were doing I think that's a very big deal. And Jim Ryan, uh, the guy who made this blog post, he's in the past said some some things about backwards compatibility and how he doesn't think people care. Uh, he's been quoted as saying basically that it's something that people, you know, statistically they say that they're interested in, but the numbers don't support that that they want to actually play these old games. And there was an event where uh, he, he was, I think he was interviewed or something, and he went to a Gran Turismo event, and he saw all kinds of Gran Turismo games, like legacy titles running um, from PlayStation 1 all the way up to modern console, and he was quoted as saying, um, like, PlayStation 1 and PS2 Gran Turismo looked like garbage, and he was like, who would want to play that? Nobody wants to play that. I think he's wrong, and the reason why I think he's wrong is I think he's looking at this through the lens of what backwards compatibility used to be, but the way that it should be, and the way that it is on Xbox, is simply you just play it. But I think he's looking at it through the lens of, um, you know, not doing anything new or just having like old titles available without without upscaling or without changes to frame rate. Or more importantly, he's looking at it at the lens of having to stream your games through PlayStation Now. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. I don't care if my game looks like garbage, people play old games for nostalgic reasons. And I have on my shelf right now that I'm looking at, as I record, I have PS2 games on disc and I can't play them because I don't have a PS2 that functions, I don't have a PS3 that has PS2 backwards compatibility, I have the PS3 Slim, I don't have any way to play those, but I would love to play those games. I have Guitaru Man and Time Splitters sitting there just waiting. Just waiting, and I would fucking I would pay money to be able to play Time Splitters again. I would pay money to be able to play Guitar Man natively on PS4 or PS5. They're missing an opportunity here, and I I really don't understand why it's so difficult for them to realize that if they didn't release a single game and this is this is xbox's strategy really (laughs) if if playstation didn't release a single game for a year and all that they did was gradually make their entire legacy library of exclusives available for download natively on ps4 and ps5 boom it would explode i'm telling you because playstation just has so many freaking awesome games (laughs) They really do. And people want to play them. I, I really don't understand why they're not doing this. And honestly, this is my prediction. I believe that this generation is the generation that we're going to see PlayStation is going to be forced. PlayStation is going to be forced to do some kind of backwards compatibility thing. Whether it's uh, just like pumping out re-releases of these games, making them available to download digitally, uh, whether it's changing PlayStation now to include PlayStation One games or more PS2 games, whatever it is, excuse me, whatever it is, I think PlayStation needs to come up with some kind of solution and they need to do it this generation. I don't think it's gonna happen this year or I don't know if it's gonna happen this year. Um, I don't know if it'll happen next year, but this generation, something has to happen because a huge part of the conversation that was happening when they originally announced that they were discontinuing the stores um, was a a conversation about game preservation. And we do not want to lose these legacy titles, these important gaming titles to history. Like we we don't wanna lose these games because even if a game is small, That doesn't necessarily mean that it's not important and yes i'm sure some of these games they are available elsewhere but there's there's a pretty good chunk of these games that if these stores really did shut down they would just be lost and the only way to get them is through piracy if you have to break the law in order to enjoy gaming history that's pretty bad that's pretty bad And I think that this is a bigger problem for video games than it is in almost any other industry, at least entertainment-wise, because, I mean, there's just so much more that goes into video games, I guess, and oftentimes we are just stuck to whatever devices these games are compatible with. A movie you can download and you can watch on just about anything, and movies are also very easy to pirate, but... (laughs) But also, like, video games are just a little bit more complicated. And I think that this is a conversation that needs to happen industry-wide. It needs to happen at PlayStation. It's obviously happening at Microsoft. Um, And, uh, I mean, Nintendo needs to have this conversation, too. But at least they've they've re-released older titles that are important to them. They've made entire new consoles just for legacy titles. And I know PlayStation had their PlayStation 1 classic, but... But that was shitty too. Uh, but seriously, I think this is a conversation that the industry at large needs to have, and we need to come up with a better, more permanent future solution. And that solution for PlayStation could be PlayStation Now, but it cannot continue to exist at the form that it is. And I think PlayStation knows that. And I think, especially now, after hearing the feedback from them wanting to close these stores, uh, I think especially now they know that people do care and so i i guarantee it this is my prediction this generation we are going to see playstation is going to have a more robust backwards compatibility solution it's probably going to cost people money but i'm fine with that i'm fine with spending money in order to be able to play these games i'm fine with if they just release old games piecemeal on modern online stores make them natively downloadable. I'd pay twenty bucks for a classic game. I'd pay ten bucks for a classic game. Do it like they did with the PS2 classics on PS4. But I don't want some like half ass solution. I don't want just like five games and then they give up on it. No. I think it needs to be a robust collection of legacy titles. PlayStation has the ability to. I don't I don't believe that PS3 games are really like that impossible to emulate on a system i just don't think that they're willing to put the resources in to to make those games playable i really don't but but i think they should i really think that they should but i mean how do you feel about it dear listener <laughs> uh, again feel free to write in you can email us at be more than friends at gmail.com You can comment on any of the Dual Senses blog posts on mtfproductions.com How do you feel about backwards compatibility? How do you feel about the store closures? Or at least now the non-store closures? PSP store is still closing. Mind you. So we are still going to be losing some titles not as many. There are still some PSP titles that are available for download on the Vita. So that's good. I'm assuming that those aren't just going to suddenly go away. But, um, yeah, this was this was the big news for this week because, uh, I, I mean, the big news from last week was that the stores were shutting down and now the big news is that they aren't. Uh, but, yeah, do you think that we're going to see a better, more robust backwards compatibility uh, solution from PlayStation this generation? Or do you think that this is just a, another hopeless cause <laughs> or uh, wishful thinking, I guess, on my part. Uh, feel free to to let us know. Send in your answer. Um, there was one more little bit of news. It's not really news as much as it is a rumor, but it is something that I wanted to mention. Um, oh, I had it pulled up, and I accidentally closed out of the tab. Uh, it's a... It's a rumor that allegedly leaked. So, um, this is basically a leak from Poland. So, uh, there was an image along with um, a post. I think it was on, I want to say Twitter. There was some post online that PlayStation made, and it was quickly removed. Uh, And it was for something called PlayStation Plus Video Pass. And this is following PlayStation's announcement that they will no longer be uh, making video content, video and and like movie and TV services available on the PlayStation Store. So uh, up until recently, or I think it's still available now, but it's going to be discontinued, the ability to purchase or rent movies on the PlayStation Store. Uh, That is something that's still being discontinued, uh, which honestly I'm not too hung up about. However, apparently in Poland, PlayStation is doing something called PlayStation Plus Video Pass. There's not really specific details about this, but there's reason to believe that this is going to be an extension to PlayStation Plus as a service. So the idea is that PlayStation Plus subscribers will have access to video content. Uh, Apparently it's going through a one-year trial in Poland, where um, subscribers can stream movies and TV shows uh, as part of the PlayStation Plus service. There was also some, like, uh, there was an image showing this that included some video titles, and all of these titles were, like, Sony Pictures titles. Uh, So uh, movies like Venom, Zombieland Double Tap, and... um, What the hell is this bloodshot yeah bloodshot from vin diesel sorry the the image looked a little bit like infamous so i was like there's no infamous movie what am i doing uh but no uh so they they were promoting this in poland uh using sony pictures movies uh the idea that people can can stream these has like a video on demand service, I guess. Um, that's kind of interesting. Uh, I like the idea of adding more value to PlayStation Plus. However, I and maybe I'm maybe I'm weird for thinking this, but I want PlayStation to focus on games. I did like their sort of experimental phase that they were in with the PS3, where they were doing like, PlayStation-exclusive video content with things like the reality show, The Tester, or they had their own PlayStation-exclusive anime series called Zammed. Um, And there was also, like, the the weird live-action series. Um, I think it was called Powers. That was, like, a a sort of superhero series. Um, I liked that experimental phase where there were, like, PlayStation-exclusive things that were very um, ingrained in like, gaming culture, I guess, Um, specifically with the tester. I I know I'm probably in the minority, but I thought the tester was great. Uh, But anyways, uh, I like that kind of thing. I'm less excited about this. However, anything that adds value to pre-existing PlayStation Plus subscriptions, pretty cool. Would I rather this be some kind of backwards compatibility thing for video games? Of course. If I'm getting... Movies for free every month that I can watch or that I can stream just for being a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Cool. Ironically, literally just in this past week, I watched Venom and Zombieland Double Tap uh, with my husband and my brother-in-law. I did watch them in Spanish, and I will say that Venom hits differently in Spanish. The voice for Venom is a lot more interesting in spanish i think um but still also i think zombieland double tap is a garbage movie absolute garbage just saying just saying first zombieland fine second zombieland absolute garbage just trash it's so dumb venom was okay but i absolutely hated the main character anyways this is not a film critique podcast i just needed to to let that be known uh but still, uh I mean, is this something that any of you are excited about? uh I mean, like I said, adding more value to PlayStation plus subscriptions cool. Uh, but if this is just kind of to take place of the video on demand thing, uh, I mean, uh, I guess we'll see if it's got a one year trial period in Poland. Uh, then maybe that means in a year we'll see something more robust coming to other regions uh but but yeah so that was a leak and there's a lot of um there's a lot of rumors about like what this could be uh it's it's basically confirmed that this is a thing that they're doing in Poland but like the specific details as of right now obviously are a little bit kind of wishy-washy because we just don't know but, uh, but yeah, lots of weird things going on. That's about all of the news that we have today. Um, uh, it's weird. A lot of the stuff today seems to be like last week, PlayStation was canceling a bunch of things, like getting rid of the video store, getting rid of the PS3, Vita, and PSP stores, like just getting rid of a bunch of shit. And then this week, it's like, Oh, never mind. We're bringing it back, but it's going to be a little different. Uh, It's just kind of weird. So uh, I'm curious what you all think. I'm curious about where all this is going to lead in the future. Uh, Does this mean that PlayStation is going to take video services more seriously and kind of like wrap them up into PlayStation Plus for everyone in the future? I don't know. Does this mean that PlayStation is going to take backwards compatibility more seriously? Because people got really upset when they tried to close down the store. Do you think—I mean, we know that the PlayStation stores are going to close. They're, they're going to be discontinued in the future. It's not like these things are going to be open perpetually. I mean, if we're going to be on, like, the PlayStation 8, we're not going to still have access to the PS3 store on the PS3. Like, that's probably not going to happen. But does this mean that PlayStation is going to take backwards compatibility more seriously moving forward? Does this mean that when they start closing these stores for real, they're going to also be like, oh, we're shutting down the stores, however, here's how you can still download and play PS3 games. I don't know. We'll have to see. But as always, you can trust that anytime that any of this news comes out, you can hear about it on the DualSenses podcast. Right here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Eventually, YouTube, I know that I'm really shitty at uploading things. I'm sorry. The videos take so long to render, and I don't have that much free time. I need to come up with a more elegant solution. But anyways, uh, and on mtfproductions.com, of course, you can also listen to the episodes. You can download them, too. So you can put them on any device, at least any device that MP3 is compatible with. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Please share uh, share the show with a friend uh or an enemy share the show with anyone thank you so much for everybody who listens thank you so much for everyone who shared the show please continue to rate and review the show on apple podcasts it really does help us out uh anytime that we get any feedback we listen to it and we we heavily consider it and we appreciate it especially if you have any criticism um, or any comments or anything all of it is welcome thank you so much Uh, Again, if you'd like to support the show, please visit www.mtfproductions.com slash donate, and that money is going to be going towards improving the show. And uh, we really want to do video. We want to do video alongside audio in the future, and that can be possible uh, with some some help from you guys. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much again for listening, and we look forward to sharing more stuff in the future. So yeah, until next time, love, love, love.